<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. This is your host, G-Jack, along with my co-host, Mr. D-713. Today, we have a special guest in the building with us, Mr. D-713. You want to introduce her? You already know, man. This is ooh, my girl, Bella God. Um, I'm talking about entrepreneur, mother of the year, I would say. She hilarious, <laughs> funny. <laughs> she know I be giving her the props because like, we've been following each other on social media for a good five to six years it's now. It's probably about five, six years now, yeah. And I was seeing it like the stories. She remember the story times from Snapchat. We yeah. we always crack up, but I've seen her really in the trenches of being a mother and what she's experiencing from her career to her family and from being part of the community and being in the schools. I can talk all about her, but let give it give a shout out to Bella Guy. Let's give a hand. Bella, how you doing today? great i'm good today's been a good day we're supposed to rain we got some beautiful weather it's nice where you at right now i'm home i'm home so hopefully we don't get no knocks okay, <laughs> okay. I'm home. yeah okay okay dj how you doing man man i'm good man just been working outside all day man just trying to you know i know everybody been at home quarantine knocking out all that stuff you know all the honey do list i guess why they've been quarantined but mm-hmm. me i wait till the last minute i'm I'm going to work but i'm still trying to knock shit out on the weekend so okay. but uh other than that man just chilling at the house how about you man i didn't even think about this think of the honey do list i'm actually putting up some shells right after this man man um it, it, it ain't really ain't that bad when you knock it out you knock it out you know um they doing it man yeah, if you get it done, like having all this stuff out, when I um, when I'm doing the whole honey do list, I'm like, let me know everything you need right now, yeah. so I can knock this shit out, and we can chill later, you know. Um, do a little bit of studying later on tonight as well, and I may do some. I need to go and do some cardio, but honestly, man, I probably just go relax. You know, it's been a good week. You know, your, your man turned 34. I hit the. The shack. This yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, it was, 
it was one of the first birthdays that I actually didn't do shit. Well, I enjoyed it because I enjoyed, you know, being in the comfort and having rest in my home. But going out, hanging with friends, I was looking at the pictures from last year when we had the event at um what was the name of the restaurant? When you moved, when you got ready to move. We right, had the- right. Shout out to Truck Cash, shout out to Lemonade Talk Podcast. Everybody, all these people showed up, my boy Scott, um, Sean, and we kicked it big, you know, and I'm like, like I miss kicking it with people, but it kind of transitioned. Absolutely. COVID, bitch ass, you know, really have put us, slowed everything down. So it's so crazy how we're in this situation and we can't celebrate, we can enjoy one another like we would like to. Are y'all experiencing the same thing? You know? uh, it depends on where you're located. In Texas, we don't give a fuck about no COVID, man. We still partying down here. Facts. COVID ain't <laughs> stopped nothing. Like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, you missing out on that? Facts. We are missing out on it. So here, actually, um, I didn't even tell, you know, Drake that yesterday I got a call. Um, one of my very, very, very close friends, his uncle died yesterday from COVID. Oh, and the crazy part about it is like, um, I'm always around their family. So when I got, I got a text. So when I got the text, I was kind of shocked. But what made it worse is he died on his son's birthday. So Damn. it's bad enough when you have like uh, anniver- uh anniversary of a death, but for the anniversary of your father's death, who was in your life, who was a good father wow. to be on your birthday, you're going to be so conflicted. And it, that's a lot to work through right there. Wow. But we, I mean, at my job, we've had over, I have a big organization, but at mm-hmm. my job, we're, about 300 so tested positive out COVID leave like so I take it very serious I take it very serious we're not out I'm I'm not out there are people that are out here I'm not out I can't do it and right now we have you're in where you where you where you from I'm from Maryland, so I am from Prince George's County, Maryland, and there is a difference for people that don't know. It's not Baltimore. (laughs) It is Prince George's County, Maryland. It's not Baltimore. I'm very close to D.C. Um, Baltimore and PG are like two different total worlds, but yeah, I'm in Maryland, and that's where I am. I work in a district of Columbia. Okay. That's crazy that like everybody says that though. That's from that area. They're like, nah, it's different. We ain't from Baltimore. It's to- it's but, totally like, <laughs> different. It's, to- it's totally different. So but y'all so close together. It's weird though. Like it's very, it's it's weird, but it's it's two different worlds. The way we yeah. dress, the way we talk, um, slang, all of that. Yeah. How far is Maryland from DC? I mean, from Baltimore. Well, Mar- Baltimore is in Maryland, Maryland. but PG is about it's okay it's about 40 45 minutes um depending on which part you're in about an hour you know but for me it's about 40 minutes to an hour depending on traffic so baltimore is like a situation within itself that's what we're trying to get okay okay I'm trying to think of what it's like there in Texas. You can be from Dallas, but you ain't from Texas and shit like that. Uh, I mean, Dallas and Houston people are different, but it's a four-hour difference. But, though. yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Well, I know, like, because we done been to D.C. several times, and I know, that's how I know about the whole, like, Baltimore thing, being, like, right there together. And I'm like, man, that's just weird that they just different, but Baltimore people talk different. They talk different. They, they dress do. different. The men, the men are just different, Yeah. What about women? There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not the same. It's not home. They don't carry themselves like us. It's just not the same. 
Man, I, I love DC though, man. I, I always said if I get some money, man, I might buy me a house in DC. Just you gotta have a lot of people. money in DC. Our our uh rentals that are in the hood go for about three eighty five, four hundred. So that's about two and a half bedrooms. So yeah, yeah. I miss I some real money, like you you know, millionaire status. <laughs> yeah, you got to come with at least like two if you want something decent in the city. Right, right, now, I'm on, <laughs> right now I'm on timeshare status. I'm on. Hey. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I can do that. You feel me? Just a little quick, <laughs> quick before we say, hey, let's do a little quick toast to each other, man. Okay, quick toast. What we do? What we do, everybody? <laughs> We eye look contact. at each other's eye. Well, I'm just going to look in the camera. I don't know. The same thing, <laughs> yes, eye contact. Eye contact. For all our listeners out there, if you don't know what, what that means, y'all make sure to go listen to the previous episode so you get to understand it. Yeah. What y'all so, sipping on? We never I asked that question. Some slight wine because after this, I got moves to make. So I'm going to drink with y'all, mm-hmm. but I got some things to do so I can't sit in here and, you know, we're get we're hammered. Knocking it. We're knocking it. <laughs> I just got a little bit of... um. Crown Royale and Sprite, you know. Shout out to my Canadians out there. Man, it's crazy. I guess me and all my friends are like on the same wavelength this weekend, man. I got some Crown too in my coffee. Oh, so in the coffee. coffee. Yeah, I never tried that before work. That's some. That's some. That's some some alcohol. I'm about to say that's some alcohol level shit, man. Alcoholic level shit. The motherfucker stress you out. You put a little Crown in your uh coffee, your thermos. Have you? Where you go? <laughs> I didn't hear that shit. <laughs> Got people sniffing your shit. But man, yeah. now I work on myself though, so anybody fucking with me. Hey, if you do it on your own, doing be just be safe. You ain't you be, be safe. Just, yeah, be safe. Be safe. Yeah. No, nah, it's only on special occasions. Does it, does it? Um. <laughs> so with your work, like one thing I've been looking at with people going back to work. You know, do you have any issues going into this new school year? with your kiddos and in between going going back to work and your kids going back to school like in class because in texas i've heard y'all sending the kids back to class like they had to be there physically uh no i you know i'm really not sure what the update is you know me man i'm gonna wait till it's almost time then i'm gonna go do some research and say all right this this our game plan a or b you know i'm assuming that we're gonna uh probably end up, you know, studying from home anyway, or going to school from home for the first few months. What I've been hearing, though, is that I guess what they're trying to do is uh, make everybody go to school at the beginning, and then you can have the option to pull your kid out. But if you don't go in at the, you know, the first day of school, then you get like a truant ticket, a truancy ticket or something like that. Like you, you can't start out not sending them to school and then decide to go. You have to go and then pull them out if you want to go that route. That's what I've heard, that, that that's kind of how it's going to be, I guess, so they can get the funding for attendance and stuff like that. So you have to go get the COVID, then come home. Okay, got it. Right. That doesn't even make sense. So here, so for the first half of the year, our kids are home from um, August until February 1st. So January 29th is the last day. Um, and then they decide again what we're going to do. So I'm very happy about that because either way, she wasn't going back. Like a few friends of mine, we decided we just going to figure something out and, and that's what we're going to do. Um, she wasn't going back. We're not getting, we're not testing. We're not going to be um, guinea pigs for this vaccine or whatever it is. We're not doing that. And so what happened was she's been home since here, March 13th. 
So oh, that 13th was either the Friday or that Monday, whatever it is, effective March 13th, they've been home. She's home. Um, they have the teachers, they have all their logins, they have their Zoom calendar, like she knows how to go downstairs, log in, do her other stuff. Um, I had wound up getting my other laptop fixed, so she has her laptop. But the schools here, um, at least in my county, I will say, and I know in DC a little bit, and uh, for certain schools, they were in DC because those, you know, it's inner city. Um, I don't want to say lower class, but there's a lot of inner city stuff that goes on. Um, but they were sending the kids home with phones for, so they can have a hotspot, and the kids were going home with tablets. Here in PG, one school sent the kids home with their tablets and said, you know what, have the kids keep them, but if they break them, that's on y'all, but you don't have to turn them back in the next school year. They can keep them throughout the duration of their school tenure. It was what it was. So as far as Maryland and our governor, he's been doing what he's supposed to do, but you can tell there, uh, when I say they, I mean federal government, Trump, all of them are starting to pull his uh, coattail with everything mm -hmm. that's going on. But my kid's home, I'm working from home. I have the luxury right now to work from home. Um, we're, we're home-based. It's not blessings on top of blessings that I don't have to worry about it. But even if she, even if they said, oh, they gotta go back, she wasn't going back. Baby girl was gonna, it was gonna be homeschooled and that's what it was gonna be. Like we're in a pandemic. We're in a, we're in a pandemic. It's nothing anybody ever lived through before. And I understand people uh, want to go out and they want to do this, but so do I. Like, I travel all the time. Like, and I I take my kid out the country. Like, she turned 10 this year. I do birthdays big. My family does birthdays huge. We were supposed to be in um, Dominican Republic this year at Nickelodeon, at, at Nickelodeon Resort. So mm -hmm. we can't we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I got it coming to the house like i got i got yeah. stuff coming to the house um but it's it's it's, hmm. it's rental or whatever but we ain't going nowhere that baby ain't going nowhere and that's just that on that so yeah well, what's good man good being safe you know better safe than sorry i guess Maybe. well for me yeah for me as far as far as her it might i might have a totally different mindset if it was just me but it's yeah. not just me and it's not just when I say it's not just me, I have my kid. I go to my grandparents' house. I deal with them. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather, he got one foot in, one foot out. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that, that makes a difference, though. See, I'm, I'm not really around, like, any old people or anything like that. It's really just me. I got some uh, sisters. But you don't have your kids. Yeah, my kids go to school. My youngest kid go to daycare, though. So, I mean, he's still getting straight. <laughs> But he got to though. We can't watch him at the house. So I mean, it's kind of like a life or death situation because we can't. Like I, I work. I have to be in the field of work, and my wife works from home, but she can't watch him while she's working. It's the system. It's safer. Issue. It's safe for him to be at daycare than to be here by himself. Like you know, with my five year old, you know, unattended. Because they can get it anytime. Everybody is doing what the best that they can do. You yeah. know. You know. Um, and that's one thing once again no kids over here that's but, like that. but and the difference is i only got one so i can't judge people that have more than one because i don't know you know what i'm saying and i don't have the same demands as other people's stay at home that yeah that they do and I, i've been guilty i wouldn't say i hope i didn't when i talk about parents have to send their kids to school it's hope not to be judgmental i'm it's fucked up the system 
is requiring these kids to go to school and these parents to have to send these kids to daycare and they not giving certain the way Texas have shown, man, they don't give a damn about kids, especially with middle class and poor kids. They have it the worst. It sucks right now because they, oh, well, you can't eat. Well, your parents can't work. Oh, when you go there, you get sick. Let me see. Well, this can't track back. I have, I know, you know, the work that I've done in Houston was in the social work field. And with residential treatment centers, foster homes, group homes, things of that nature. I talked to one of my friends and they told me that the majority of girls and boys in that foster home where the group home has COVID and these kids are crying. It's, it's scary. It's really scary because these kids are away from their parents. They're with their families. And this is a group home for like, with like 30, 40 children and the majority have COVID-19. Okay. And we don't even think about that. You know, we don't even consider like these kids have to go and get these tests and don't get me started on the test. But these kids like from the age of 12 to 17, you know, stuck in their bunk rooms, they're already, once again, they're already removed from their family and what they know is normal. They're placed in these group homes and now they are sick and they're being housed. They can't put out these kids in the hospital. It's a fucked up situation. And now these kids, when school starts, you're going to send them to school? That's what we're doing. Okay. So and this is my take on that. Not to cut you off real no, quick. Do your thing. Because I'm here, because I'm I'm here in D.C. and there's so many federal agencies, right? In my mind, they know what's going on. Whether mm -hmm. we know, whether they come out in 20 years and say, yeah, it was serious. Or we knew if you had this ailment that you were going to get it and you were going to die. But if you got any other way, you know what I'm saying? It's going to come out in 20 years, how they always release whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say being here, knowing that our judges are not back, Congress is not back, and certain other federal agencies are not going back, then we're not going back. And when I say we, I mean me and my daughter. You know what I'm saying? My friends have agreed to the same thing because we already know how everybody moves. When our federal agencies close, everybody else follows suit. If they are closed, it's serious. Yeah. None of none of them are, are back in. They haven't gone in and it's it, it's nothing is face to face, which lets me know it's still very serious and it's not under control yet. So whatever people decide to do, cool, fine. Like to me, this is gonna sound fucked up, you know what I'm saying? But people are not taking it serious enough and so to me like not enough motherfuckers is dying like we just had Herman Cain he said I was just about to bring oh, it I was just about to bring it wear no mask to this Trump rally and then what they do you know what I'm saying man, on man. Twitter put the casket up this you my nigga like this you yeah it's you you dead now you know man. what I'm saying like it's serious talk that shit that's my it's thing it, it, it's it's so I was just gonna bring that shit up it's like I was gonna say a moan that sounds Herman Cain I what the fuck, man? You over here shucking and jiving about not wearing a fucking mask at a fucking Trump can't um rally. I was about to say concert because <laughs> um, campaign rally. but rally. Y'all taking pictures. I wonder how the rest of these people that was in the photo with them are doing right now. But you you contracted the on the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen. With with this, this is within a two to three week span, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember the span, but it, it was it was fast. It, it took them. Got your ass out of here. Got like <laughs> fucking around, and, and now we have to pay attention to the um, Donald Trump. He 
and this is everything documented. I don't want to spend too much time because it's going into politics. I hate politics, but we're in a political year right now. He, we're talking about this in a real, all this is our government's fault. And that's the thing. I'm not mad at the parents. I'm not mad at the people so much. I'm it, like, I, I don't expect a lot out of people, but when we have people in leadership and they're doing stupid shit like this, that's a problem. And he didn't think it was real. Then it was fake. Then he got to the point that, okay, it's real. You know, try to blame China about it and blame others about it. He want to step away from the who the world health organization and shit, because we support now because we got to spend all our money on us, but the, it's he he's really isolating America to be a fucked up ass country, but when it somebody comes, somebody said how we not to cut you off, but somebody said how America treats Florida that we are Florida to the rest of the world. Exactly, <laughs> thank you. Exactly, yeah. that's what that's that's. But it's crazy. Like I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I put something like, like I should be proud to be American right now. Shit, like I can't say that so much because it's like not only with this shit, but just how I'm being treated as a black man myself. How the fuck can I be that? But when it's going to the aspect of this, this man is now, he said, I wear a mask. I just don't like wearing masks in front of the media because I want y'all, I don't want y'all taking pictures of me and showing showing off. Like, what? You you don't want to Photoshop a mask on you if we want to, but, but whatever. But his thought process is I don't want y'all taking pictures of me wearing a mask, which Personally, I feel like it's necessary to be done and other advisors telling me and everybody to come around me, this is coming out his mouth, has to get tested. But I'm not telling the regular man to do so because I'm giving him the right to fuck up and like they want to commit suicide to commit suicide. That's what it kind of feels like. So I'm like, it's like your parent, it's like you being a parent because we got to look at a president, you're a leader. As a parent, you're a leader. If you're stepping out the house and you're wearing a jacket or coat because it's cold outside then you turn around and tell your kids you ain't got to wear a jacket or a coat you know i don't i ain't even go wearing in front of you but when i go outside i'm gonna wear it but then you send the kids out there and do it you send your children you send your people up for failure that's what people need to understand right good analogy so i'm just like come on folks like but be careful i can y'all everybody grown do what the fuck you want to do but and it's sad because the system put you in this, put you in that corner to do this shit, you know. So that's that on that is what the children may say. <laughs> I just my last little take on it is I am not donating to anyone's GoFundMe, mm. especially mm. if I seen you out and about. Especially if I seen you, oh, we still going to this and we still going to that and uh, this open and that's open. So we gonna go. Okay, good. God bless. Yeah. And it's all love. I want to trust me. I got some friends that may be hearing this. We want to hang with y'all. We do. We want to go travel. We want to kick it, but not right now. Shout out to all the of my podcast folks out there from Mike Perkins to um, Take Up Space to um, Concrete and Blossoms. They are, they're talking about, you know, we, we go kick it. We go do that. I can't kick it with y'all right now face to face. We can do all this Zoom shit we can do. But not face to face, baby. Not to face. Divorces yeah. fuck everybody. Like I love, love you. We love our community. But damn, I miss it too. Like I said, it was just my birthday. So I wish I could be in Texas. I wish I could, we could be traveling to DC. We want to go to the um the African American Museum. You know, we yeah. want to do that shit. Man, that was even plenty. if it wasn't covered, you and Bambi got to that mug. Man, that mug. It's hard to get tickets in there. They, they, have certain, they have certain days that you can go and you don't need a ticket. They sure mm. do. That's not like during the week, though, right? 
I think it's during the week. If you try to go on a Saturday, man, I, I can go anytime. Right now, I have flexibility. Yeah. Once you on vacation, do it really matter that you want to go on the Saturday or we take your time and you go? Yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah. Every time I try to go there, like, you got to go online and try and get the tickets or whatever. I wake up at six in the morning, shit gone. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's still, it's, I don't think it's still like that. I don't think. That was like two years ago, though, so. Yeah, like close to when it was, it was, when it, it opened, was it was pretty happy, yeah. So, G, I've been to D.C. once, okay, and G. Jack, you was with me when I went to D.C., or were you with me no, that I time? I think so. Uh-huh. Okay, I went with D.C. with my lodge, It was, and I loved oh, yeah, I it. That oh, yeah, loved it, um, like, hilarious stories, met a lot of good people, um, got intertwined with the culture there to an extent. But I haven't been since, well, it's been like five, ooh, no, it's been like seven, six, seven years since I've been to D.C. Okay, okay. And I would love to go back, you know, especially for numerous things, especially to visit and travel. And I want to travel all over. But with you, Bella, I always see with you, you D.C., you go out, you party, you travel everywhere. But you represent, you know, so much of Maryland or PG County, okay? Yeah. But you also <laughs> entwine with the the, the culture of D.C., like with the music. So D.C. and P.G. County is literally, depending on what part of D.C. You, you are in and what part of P.G. County you're in, one side of the sidewalk is D.C., there's a street, and the other side is P.G. County. So everybody, you know what I'm saying, is back and forth all the time. It's people that live in, <laughs> whether it's right or wrong, there's people that live in PG County that want their kids in certain DC schools. So they send their kids to DC schools, and there's people in DC that want them in certain Maryland um, schools. And and it just is what it is, and that's what they do. That's how close we are. So it's not necessarily that DC, you know, is is segregated from PG. Like it's all. If you if I took a picture of a DC man and woman and a PG man and woman, you wouldn't be able to tell any difference because we're so intertwined. So mm-hmm. I don't try to segregate us because basically we're one in the same. So, but yes, so all PG, all DC, I think I know where you're going with this. And this is why I was like, I'm sad. I miss going out too. So our culture, um, musically wise, we have Go Go that's based here, right? That's what you were going. Is that where you were going? Okay, so I figured that's where you're going. Okay, so we have our music. It's called Go Go. It is like, okay, so like you guys were in Texas. Mm -hmm. So like to kind of, I don't know if G-Jack knows anything about Go Go or anything like that, but it's kind of sort of um, our, it is not the same, but to to put it in perspective, it's our bounce. Oh, okay. Okay. See, see, it's about like, but I would say compared to screw music to Texas. And Houston, yes. to be exact. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Screw. There, there you go. Because y'all, I love chopped and screwed music. Like, I love all culture. I don't know what it is, but I love all I love, like, New Orleans Bounce. I love Screw. I love our um, go-go. But, yeah, so I was, I am missing it. Like, I, I was joking with my friend, and I was like, I'm just going to go up to the club and just, like, stand in line. Like, I'm, I'm going in the club. Like, I miss, like I've been doing this my entire life. So, of course, they don't do it now because there's so many regulations and we don't find out so many motherfuckers was fucking underage women and shit like that or whatever. Uh, across the board, when they used to have, no, across because when Home they exposed all that. No, it, it, it did. We will come back to that it, shit. But go ahead, go ahead. They had something that come out came out not too long ago where everybody was reminiscing across the nation about 
teenage clubs where you used to go and it was, you know, all ages or whatever, you know, from like 13 to 17 or something like that. And they were like, well, why did they shut down? And then they realized that so many promoters were predators, but that's a totally different subject for a totally different thing. But I've been in go-go's basically since like 13. Like we go, they would be at firehouses all ages. So the band would play bands like our age. So basically we've grown up with these bands. These bands still perform. You know, of course, members come, members go. It's just a, such a distinct sound. And it's just something that I love. We go and we stand on our couches. I don't go to clubs. I go to go-go's and that's just what I do. Mm. So, so they look like a they yeah. look like a club though. They they're in a club atmosphere. We still um have sections, we still buy couches, we still pop bottles. You know what I'm saying? And so this is this is how it is. Like my cousins that come and visit, they're like, I wanna go to a go-go. And I'm like, you really don't want to go to a go-go, but okay. And I always tell people, like, we hear the music and you be like, I mean, I like it a little bit, but it's something that you have to experience. And you can't just go see, let's just say, they all have their own unique sound. So you can't just go see what y'all might know, which is like Rare Essence, because they was in uh, Spike Lee's movie, you know, and um, EU was in Spike Lee's movie, doing the butt. Yeah, yeah, I know them. But, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But R.E. had actually had their own um, music video on MTV way back in the day, like working the walls mm. and stuff like that, right? So you go and what we do is we party during their set. But when they're, when they're on break, you know, cooling off, um, rehydrating and all that other good stuff, they play regular music. So mm. while regular music being played, we at the bar, nobody's dancing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's mm. doing any, cause that's just everybody's downtime. Whereas if it was a regular club night and they're playing all these hits, people will be partying. We don't party yeah. when the DJ plays. Like not to say you won't be like, oh, that's my jam a little bit, but we're not, going hard partying like how we're partying when the band comes on mm. so i'm a, what i'm a, what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna send y'all some clips or you could get some clips from wherever you could uh, put me in some of these clips like during oh, these times I, I, you know i have a lot because for years I've been going, I, and i miss it because i know a lot of the band members and you know they shout you out and they they'll, they'll shout your hood out and your people and all kind of good stuff like that it's mm. just a cultural thing that i miss like i i miss that right now being around my people even the crazy looking ones even the ones i'm like that motherfucker on boat tonight let's not even yeah. you know what i'm saying go listen <laughs> You have people from all walks of life, no matter where you what go. What does you on boat me? mean? That's that's something I never heard before. Okay, so um, you know, on boat, like, yes. <laughs> really? Yes. So you had to put the clues together. On I, boat, okay, yeah, on I, 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 I didn't want to assume, but shit, well, you. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, yeah. that's fucked up, but hey, that's a good way. I never, but I never, you know, I, no matter where you go, you could go, you could walk into a bar and you could see a crackhead because somebody done gave him some money and he and they're having the time of his motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? And that could be anywhere, but you got your people. No matter what walk of life they're from, they're still your people. And in that yes. moment, it's a it's a union, it's unity, and everybody's there for one reason, and it's to party and have fun and enjoy the music. And I love it. Like. I love it. I miss oh, it. Who are your oh, favorite band? Start using that though. I'm, I'm gonna start oh, using on both too. Like a <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, this comes straight from Bella God. This right here, on both. She, she went shared it with. Thank you for sharing that with us. Cause you think we mm -hmm. ain't. I'm about to say that. <laughs> yeah. on both. Like, drugs, like hard drugs. Um, what was the question? What you say? What are your favorite bands that you love to listen to? Oh my gosh, like um. 
what band w-h-a-t that's the name of the band w-h-a-t backyard of course okay so backyard um i'm not okay y'all have watched the wire big g from the wire he is the main rapper in backyard band you know what i'm saying like oh okay wait which one is big g again is that the the, uh, tall lanky dude with the raspy voice like i can't do yeah 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 he was like one of the um he was like a i know he was like a bodyguard or something right and um, was he like one of the hitmen? I want to, you know, I haven't seen it in a while. Mm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to say who's the but I know in it. Hey, y'all, <laughs> yeah, don't want, y'all, y'all want me? I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I haven't watched The Wire yet. I Dude, get, log off right now. <laughs> log off right now. Like, I, I tried to get into it during this quarantine thing, and I just, I was like, you know, this is slow. I'm not really it, feeling it. It do start out slow. Like, the first season slow, but after that, man, that's like the best show ever made, man. But it will scare the shit out of you. You do not want to go to uh, Baltimore after you see that. <laughs> I don't know if it's real like that, but, man. Um, Certain parts are, I mean, just like certain parts in D.C., you know what I'm saying? Like, you can have, you can come get your two point five million dollar house and they have a drive-by on your street. Like, it yeah. is, but it, it's inner city living. That's come. That's what comes with it. But what was I saying? So what band? What? Backyard. Backyard. Um, Rare Essence for sure. And then like other ones are just sprinkled in. But those are my are my top three for sure. You know what I'm saying? So okay, okay. TCB TC got a little bit of clapping in there. So they have something like what's called a slow bounce. So it's not so to y'all, which y'all when y'all hear it, slow down. Y'all mm-hmm. call it screwed. So when we hear it slow down, we call it a slow bounce because mm-hmm. it's just like some drums and they slow our tempo down just mm. like that so I, it, mm. it's kind of like a little bit of screw to me it, it sounds like go-go is like the equivalent to a mariachi band like it's a black mariachi band so if you like were here band, like how I they had a band my friend, that's disrespectful it's not a mariachi band no that's disrespectful. <laughs> i'd slap your head or something like that if i serious right a mariachi band but i mean no, you can have, like, like have you, ever been, have you ever been to like a Hispanic get together and they have a mariachi band? I absolutely have seen And that shit be lit. <laughs> but go 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 is more like a, a, a show. That's how I that's how I take because I've I've i looked up Chuck Brown. We did um a what was the X was that? We did a post about Chuck Brown because we talked about him during the Black Black History Month this year. You know, mm-hmm. February, and he was a bit. He's like the godfather or the he's king. A, of the, he's the originator. Yeah, he's the man. He's like he, okay. he's he's the originator of the sound. And so basically, look, I know some of this stuff because my daughter had to do a report, and, and I so got it from thing, her. That's why I, I saw that. I like who this. My thing is number one. Of course, it was during Black History Month, so we're gonna do obviously somebody black. And my thing is, do somebody here? Y'all always doing some fucking no disrespect to the culture <laughs> y'all doing the same black ass motherfuckers we see here you tell me see mlk we see you know all these same ass people let's do something totally different so that was my thing about it. we're gonna do music my daughter loves music i love music let's do it. i love go-go this is what we're gonna do so he was in jail can i can i do we have time can i tell Hell you yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody do your thing okay Shit. so this is just what i remember from her from her report so he was in jail he was locked up in lorton okay that mm-hmm. was not a that was not a great jail. So he yep. was locked up in Lorton. Whatever it was, he traded some cigarettes for 
um, yep. a guitar or instrument yep. or something like a guitar. And he taught himself how to play the guitar, right? Yep. And so then he came, whenever he came home or whatever, he kept teaching himself how to play these different instruments and learning music and stuff like that. So he joined this band, he joined that band, and then he had his own band, you know, with fast forward and making this fast. And he had his own band, um, Chuck Brown. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, in the Chuck Brown band. And so, they actually started it. It's percussion. It's based off of percussion beats, based off mm -hmm. of, um, like, African, and I want to say a little bit of Spanish. It's Spanish beats, but it's not a mariachi band, my guy. Like, that's just, <laughs> you would get beat up if you came to it. And I would just be like, hey, like. That says, like, equivalent to it. Like, you know how they have their own band or whatever, and everybody is lit, and they have their own, like, little line dances and stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not the same thing, but I'm saying it's kind of like, you know, similar, like a, a black version of, a, you know, Hispanic with a mariachi. But it, it's, when it comes, but you, but the, a mariachi brand is like the band itself. And, but the music is a different thing. Like, go-go music, I don't know if they call it mariachi music or not, but it's there in that specific culture. Go-go music, when I hear, heard it for the first time, it kind of sounded a little bit like she um bella said earlier bounce music and remind yeah. me of louisiana so it remind yeah. me of the you know you can have steps to it um i, I and once Zodicum. again i'm not comparing it to mariachi but it remind me of line not dance like line dance not line not, dance. not line, line dance because i've seen y'all dance and i i think i've looked at a person before you have some kind of crazy legs or a guy by the name of crazy legs up there uh, that, that's okay so that that's different? like the younger that's like the it's it's the younger generation, mm -hmm. right? Okay, mm -hmm. and so a lot of the older people, we don't, we don't do that. Like, we don't do that. But there's nothing wrong with it. I never seen you do it before. We and you won't. I'm thinking, I keep thinking of doing the butt video. Like everybody's doing the same thing. That's what I'm picturing in my head. So I'm like, okay, so it's kind of like the song play. Well, everybody, you know what I'm saying, while the band playing, everybody doing the dance that go I mean, with the basic, song. I mean, every every song that they play is not a dance song. You don't have to dance to every song. That's not what it is. Oh, okay, but okay. That's it's, all it's, 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 it's a culture where you go in there mm -hmm. and you hear some music and, you know what I'm saying, nice, you know, respectable women that have good jobs just going to be in there twerking and looking fucking good. And that's what it is. And it's, you know. More people need to go to go-go. Shit, you hear that, fellas? I mean, like, I'm gonna send y'all. Like, we have, we have a ball. Like, you know, it's it's a great, it's a great time. Hey, it's a great time. Let me tell y'all something. I've been following Bella on Snap for once again years. Long time. Years. But when I tell you, I've if I hear that some hello from the other side, <laughs> I'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> That's backyard band. She seen that shit from the bottom of her heart. The bottom of her bottom heart. Of my God. Bella, you can sing? No. I okay. can rap, but I can't sing. I don't I ain't got no type of I'm not gonna sit here and But that don't stop her for shit. Hey, can you it give us a quick eight bars? Can you give us a quick eight bars? No. Because <laughs> I'm, I know. Because listen, I sat here, I don't know. Okay, so I sat here and I said this morning, it was this morning, I said, you know what I'm going to do? Every fucking thing that I ever wanted to do. And I'm going to touch on some of that, you know what I'm saying, when it got into me. I have a, I was going through this book. I was cleaning up, getting stuff together, and I opened this book. I have so many journals, Horrible Addiction, and I saw this song that I wrote. And I have, my, co my cousin was blessed um, enough to, his wife made him a booth, okay? Mm -hmm. And then I have um, this book. friend that I 
this, this friend that I went to college with. And so he actually, he's always in a studio in New York. He was, oh my gosh, his name is um, Chinks. Remember Chinks? He, he was a rapper from New York and he was murdered. Oh, yeah. It's Chinks' cousin that I went to school with. So I was like, hey, I wrote this song. I don't know, X, Y, and Z. It was crazy. This was crazy. This My cousin's from Connecticut and, and um, Skrilla is from New York. And I was like, I need some help with this. But listen, I ain't doing no motherfucking New York ass beats. That's not me. I need some down south shit. So we found uh... me a Memphis beat that I could put my song to. So I'm going to put it out. Like, I'm going to put it out. So I'm not dropping. I'm putting out. my. That's all I want to do. One song. So that's what's done. When I do my little premiere, that's going to be on my YouTube channel. I'm not putting nothing out. It's going to be one song. That's what it is. Like, you know. I'll make sure to check it out. Bella guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Alphabet Boys. Because okay. I'm talking about every nigga from A to Z Damn. in that motherfucking song. Damn. What's, what's every, that dude's name who rhymed everything with the alphabet? Um, I don't know. Remy Ma's husband. What's his name? Papoose. Papoose. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to listen to him. He, he I, can either, he, I just he, know he, he he did a rap. He he like every word has he's it. extremely underrated. Like he, but he's a lyricist. He's more of a lyricist than I see as a rapper. But he got flow. You know, if he get a good beat and somebody know how to get his cadence and shit together, make it a pop hit, he'll be big. With he'll be all right. Yeah, I think he he's got conscious flow, and that should be offbeat and. It's hard to listen to. I'm Ooh. trying to go back. Like, so I didn't I'm, say that. I didn't say that shit. Yeah, like, I'm gonna say it because. I tried to go, I like Wu-Tang, right? Like I watched the mo the TV series or whatever. I tried to go back and listen to the music. That shit is a hard listen. We from the South. I like cream, but that's that's about it. That's the Pimp C said it best, baby. We like country rap tunes, man. We on a whole we, different thing. I like New York music though. I just don't like that shit. So a lot of my family <laughs> is from um New England. Mm -hmm. And so I had no choice but to listen to some of it but the music that i like is texas music and new orleans music and our music you know what i'm saying there's nothing Atlanta. i don't even know okay so i know this gun y'all gonna be like yeah obviously whatever but because i'm from here you know what i'm saying up north considers this the south but y'all consider us the north we're just stuck literally right there in the middle right so when i'm growing up and you know, I don't even know how it was introduced to this area. But when it was introduced to this area, I was old enough to be able to go buy my own CDs, right? So I'm jumping into it. So then I had Thank like um, Hypnotized Camp Posse. I had, you know, all the project packs, Devin the Dudes, like all their mm. projects and stuff like that. Mm. So then of course, you, you know, UGK, we get all of that. And that a lot of us here, whether y'all realize it or not, we listen to it. Like, that's what we listen to. Um, and I, I love Screw more than other people love Screw, but that's what I listen to. I still, I, if you look in my playlist, I had, that's all I have is old. I don't listen to a lot of new music. I, my playlist will start with some P, you know, Mass P, like, I, like. Good old D. Okay. <laughs> from what I would say, you have to, from what I tell you, have to be hot to really appreciate Screw music. I mean, what? I like don't have to be high to appreciate what? Screw. So oh, no. was, there's a whole there's a whole shot eight uh chopped and screw, you know what I'm saying? CD, well, not CD, but stream out. You know what I'm saying? I listen, you don't you don't have to be that's my ride of music. That's the seat. that's what I like to stream on Sundays. See, that's Where why we that's why we link, that's why we <laughs> click right there. That's I like why screw we music. I'm just saying a lot of people outside of Texas, they feel like 
you have to be high to really appreciate it. It's just like New York music. Like I can't really fuck with that shit. Head like How the underground shit. Music? Like me? Anybody, how do you dance to New York? You just rap. You got rap hands. That's that's that's, that's oh, the, that oh, the Harlem Shake. But how do you dance to it? Just kind of bob your head, I guess. You know? There's, 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 <laughs> there's nothing Mm-mm. to it, man. <laughs> but it, it's like the music. When we get on music, the culture music, I try to share all over. But like one thing, I went well, doing the research on the South again. You know, Maryland was part of the Confederacy. You know, <laughs> yeah, Mason Dixon line, right? Wasn't that like right at DC? So no, right it's above. That's it's Delaware. Delaware, so it's okay. Delaware, Maryland. Yeah, that's the Mason Dixon at where Delaware is. So Delaware will go up and we come down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you know what? But I know this though, because I'm a Redskins fan. And that's why you know I'm not. Oh, you're a what? A Washington fan. <laughs> Thank you. The team formerly known as the Redskins. You are, uh, part of, you are a Washington football team. That's what, you, <laughs> that's what you're a fan of now, sir. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of people in Texas are Washington football team fans. Because that was the closest team to the South before they made the Dallas Cowboys. Because of the, uh, it was the closest team, uh, yeah, before the Cowboys. Really? Yeah, it was the closest, I guess it's considered the South because it's on the, that side of the Mason-Dixon line. And it has it always been, the, was it, did it start off as the Washington racial slur team? No, uh, I, I forgot what they were before. I, I can't remember that much of the history, but I do know that. That's why there's a lot of Redskins fans in Texas. And what's you know crazy what? is there's a lot of Dallas fans here. A lot. Oh, yeah. you're a Dallas <laughs> fan, though. Ain't I you? am. Mm. Why would that? you do that to yourself? You got the greatest <laughs> football team right in your we own really, backyard. We really don't. We really don't. Listen, so <laughs> I used to live next to, literally, I lived at the stadium. Like, when I say I lived at the stadium, if you came mm. out of my driveway, the stadium was right there. Like, I lived at FedEx, the stadium. FedExville? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because it's like some row houses right there, like on the way to the field. Like, it's houses literally right in front of the stadium, yeah. Yeah. Up, up, here you Yeah, that long-ass walk from the subway. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that you had that walk. You just didn't a little trailer or whatever. Nah, <laughs> but I um, walk. What, what I was going to say, for a long time, they have this big LED board up that's supposed to be for, like, their quarterback. It's been blank for I don't know how many years. So, I mean, you want to talk, you know, shit about Cowboys or Redskins yeah. Excuse me. The Washington Redacteds are, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, some trash themselves. But he whatever. knows this. I just oh, he knows to say this. Can I, can I say something real quick? Yes. So I watched your last episode, and G Jack was like, "Do you think it's the perfect time for the cheerleaders?" You know, somebody said that. Y and Z. You know what I'm saying? And I just had to sit here and say, "I guess it's because I'm from here." And let me. Let me ask you this, because I really honestly don't know before I dig into your shit. Are you on Twitter? And thank you for listening. I just got a Twitter. Like, okay, so that's the problem, because this issue came out years ago. And so it's not a new issue that the cheerleaders were saying they were being told to go ahead and sell a little bit of pussy. This is not mm-hmm. nothing new. But when all of this is coming out, they're saying, hey, pay attention to us again, because those white men have the money and the ability to sweep all of that under the rug, which they did the first time they were talking about it. So this is not a new issue. So in order to stay up on the latest and greatest current events, you need to stay logged into Twitter. You know, you just like the third person telling me that. I need to start paying attention to my Twitter. 
I'm one of them. I'm one. Of, I'm, I'm, I'm. I keep telling. I'm put you. I don't. I saw you on it last night or this morning. One, but Twitter's a shit. Okay, you're like once you again. Did you, did you see my abortion video? I tweeted. No, I did yeah, not check see that. that one out. Okay, <laughs> right, so he, uh, Bella, I try to tell him he got to watch his fucking walk on Twitter. You fucking retweet or say the wrong thing, that'd be your ass, okay? So I know. He grown, he grown up. He grown up. Ain't nobody go internet bully. It's only, it's only one way to learn, and he gonna have to, he gonna learn it. I'm a, hey, <laughs> ain't nobody go internet bully me, buddy. Ain't nobody Tell you right now. <laughs> so yeah, you know. I, I delete my account, account in a second. Y'all be dead. Hey, it's all cool. It's all but cool. But let me tell you about they find your damn address somehow, some way. Nigga. Hey, we in Texas, we shoot back. Screenshots last forever because they're going to screenshot it before you can delete it, baby. Trust and believe that. I don't really put nothing out there like that anyway. What's the old dude that was sitting up? Got, he got flued out and he was sitting at the edge of the bed. Man, that's been years. Every years. time that motherfucker say something, a smidge of disrespect, they pull all that shit back up and shit him back up for another three months. A lot of people just don't have the, this, the room to talk. You know, I had this account for my uh, my, my Bella God account for a long, I had my account for like 10 years. And they it's, snatched it from me. And at oh, first I was so upset. It was some whole ass shit. Like I had a lot of followers and I wasn't tripping off that. But when you have your followers, you have your stuff tailored to what you like you have certain right. words muted i'm not gonna see it you have the businesses that you want to follow yep. you have like your discount codes your you know memes or history that yep. was in that account literally history yep. um from everything from when i remember being on twitter and they showed like basically three to four minutes somebody started live streaming three to four minutes after mike brown was shot and i'm watching that shit live yeah but i didn't left it how they left his body on the ground. Thank you, know what I'm you so much for saying that. Thank you because. And I watched it live from their phone and it was just so wild that. You had your own interpretation of it. Your you own did. interpretation. And, you, and, and, to, and look, to this day, I got to go out here and tell everybody that's not on Twitter. That's not how it's going. DC is in like day, it's either 54 or 64 day of protest but it's still not on the tv they still protesting in all these major cities but it's still not on the tv but we see it yeah. every day it's in we seattle see, we've seen so many people lose their eyes and and be bruised up because they're shooting rubber bullets in their faces at purpose unarmed and i'm tired of people talking about oh peace peaceful protest and i keep telling every elder in my family or that wants to have a discussion Fuck that shit and burn that shit down. Fuck all this shit. Man. And that's just how I that's how I feel about it. And this is this is on record. You know what I'm saying? No, because no, no, no. I'm not until saying. you until you burn it down and get rid of it, you can't start anew. You can't. That's how and new the, growth what, happens. If you know what, anything about farming, you have to burn shit down for the new have, season at times to, to bring to in a new crop. To every time. And that's what I keep telling people. But when you're on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? It's a totally different ball game of breaking news. You can take a nap and wake up. Aretha Franklin died. Michael Jackson died. This person, you know what I'm saying? Every single person. You see that shit first. First, before first. And, and, and the fact that so many people are, are raggedy and and sell themselves and privacy to TMZ, they know immediately. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If TMZ said it, 
it's they're dead you know what i'm saying it is what it is because people want that check and you're not gonna find y'all be spending when i say y'all facebook instagram you y'all laugh at our jokes yep. all them screenshots and stuff this what they old. do they cut they cut our heads out because we, mm-hmm. we joke this should be pissing it. me off man because I, I hate when people be making jokes on facebook you know who the fuck i'm talking to but i'll be making all these jokes and shit on facebook like you made that shit up when we know everybody on twitter been laughing at that shit for about three four days already that shit be blowing me i'm like oh my god you so crazy who the fuck you talking to they know they know they know i'll be on because i don't fuck with facebook like the only reason i fuck with facebook much more is because i I didn't have twitter was my shit twitter and tumblr and snapchat but the thing about it yeah (laughs) but the thing about with twitter i'm able to just talk my shit you know be myself to an extent and but with facebook i have the it's like to an extent people don't know who i am you know what i mean people know me but you don't really know me you know i'm like i'm laid back twitter Twitter is your your saturday night and facebook is your sunday morning there you go there you go and snapchat is monday through friday how about you cold you cold switching online Absolutely, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I can't be on Facebook saying, like, well, I kind of do it now on Facebook to, to an extent. Because just like, shout out to Judge Schneider. We will see you in a future episode. You have, But I can say something and I have judges and attorneys and all these other people in professional positions following me. I'm like, whoa, you're not supposed to be part of this conversation right here. But you know what I think is beautiful? They do join the conversation and they bring another spin on this shit. And I'm like, I never looked at it that way. You know what I mean? So I said, maybe I should be myself and intertwine who the fuck Brandon DeMond, Mr. D713 is, you did? So that's one thing I really do, you know, enjoy with this whole social media thing. Because I'm not saying anything that's outright disrespectful, but I'm just saying, you know, some shit I do say is wild to the motherfucker. Bella know this. I say a lot of wild things, and that's what I was getting at with my account. I was saying that account was out of fucking control. And so at this point where I am, even though I have my vlog, <laughs> even though I have my vlog, and even though like I'm putting myself out there a little bit um, more, it's, I want to say it's censored, but it's not. It's not as, there, at one point, there was, at one point in time, anything went, and it was what it was, whether you joined in or whether you didn't, whether you laughed, saved it, favored it, whatever it was, it was what it was at that point, and now everybody's on a high horse, and it's just like, to me, shut the fuck up. Like, I can understand <laughs> growth. You know what I'm saying? Everybody grows. Everybody changes. But you, you, in, in the most respectful way, don't got to be on my dick about what the fuck I said. Like, yeah. mm. in the most respectful way. You don't and, have to. And with that not being on her dick, we're going to take a quick <laughs> commercial break. And we'll be right back. I was talking about, um, real quick, how Chicago has house music and Philly has their own club music. Baltimore has their own club music. Jersey has their own club music. And that how I like, even though it's all different, it's not go-go, it's not mariachi, okay? I like that I was saying that I like cultural sounds from different areas. However, I cannot get hyphy. Like, I don't do that California-type stuff. Like, I just, I, I can't get with that. And there's nothing wrong with it. And I ain't talking bad about it. Because when, when they get the dancing and crank, you can tell when they're really feeling it, but I can't listen to it. But you know, farthest uh, Midwest I went was maybe like um, 
Play a Fly and Crucial Conflict and mm. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like I was like, I fuck with like, that. But Play a Fly really don't sound like where he from. You know what I'm saying? He's saying yeah. he has a totally different sound. Just like I didn't know uh, Roddy Rich was from like New York. He sounded like he from Atlanta or something like that. But really? He, I thought he, yeah. he from Los Angeles. Now he from Compton. Well, wherever he's from, he don't sound yeah. like he, wherever it is, it ain't that sound. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like I love, 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 love. Oh, this woman is fine and shit. I love Sweetie. But I'm, Sweetie. I'm not listening to her yeah. shit. I don't Hold like on. Uh, quickly, quickly, quick. Welcome back to Everything Culture. It's your host, <laughs> Mr. D713, with my co-host G Jack and our beautiful guest, Bella Guy. You already me. see what we're talking about right here. We got y'all right into it. But we're talking about the culture of music, where you at, where you're from, what you listen to in the club and when you go out. And I love when you talk about like in Texas in itself, like Houston club music is different from Dallas club music. Dallas club music, you go have a lot of dances. You got like the 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 Frankie, um, the Dougie, all that shit come from Dallas. You know, and some dancing ass niggas. Yeah, dancing, fucking man, they got some good knees. I tell you that right now, okay. man. I'm like y'all, they be on a different like you be saying that they look like they on the boat. Let's just say that. Um, it, it's just somehow that, but they do they. Th- yeah, <laughs> did yeah, you get yeah, it, GJ? Yeah. On boat. Oh, it's on boat. Own boat. Oh, they own boat. You're right. Own boat. Yeah, not own the boat. <laughs> oh, my bad. You know, get work. It's like they're slaves or something. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm new. I'm new with it. I'm new with it. But they're like they own boat. You know. But hey, that, that you can't tell. Like I go to weddings and they play one of them. Um, play, play the Dougie and they get Your on the boy court. stay fresh in a bitch. Boy, like, <laughs> and they just hype that shit. I ain't doing that shit, but I love seeing them enjoy themselves. That shit got get me hyped for them having fun. So I know that feeling. And Houston, you play some big mo. I was at the club one man era, but we don't have a lot of dances and shit, but the whole vibe and the spirit. The- and that's what it man. is with Go-Go. Like, I can sit here, I can pull something up on my phone and play something from you. You're going to be like, yeah, I guess. But like I said, you can't, if you were to come, you can't just come and be like, let's go see a band because our E is going to give you a totally different vibe mm-hmm. than Backyard is going to give you. And it depends on what mood you in. If you in a... If, you're going to see ass shaking at all of them. But if you mm. in a really clapping ass type mood, then we're going to go see TCB because TCB, their songs are known just for making bitches clap their ass. Like, that's it. Like, four hours of ass clap. Like, what about, what about Wale? C-B. Do people from D.C. really listen to Wale? Ooh, don't say. Hey, shout out to Mike Perkins. What's up, man? Um, That's his favorite rapper. Wale go hard, though. Okay, I- so, I like some of Wale's music, right? Because Wale is a lyricist. I have yes, no issue. Is. I have no issue with the music that he puts out. I am not into uh, music, PG, DC, Maryland, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of people here don't like the way he moves. I don't know anything about that. I can't speak on that, but I know that he did put different people on. So whether it's just because they weren't put on and they have issues with that if they didn't have the money or didn't come through for what they were supposed to do. I don't know any anything about that, but I do listen to some of his music. I, I do listen to some of his music, but I'm not going to get in a nigga car and be like, yeah, put that while they on. You know what I'm saying? That's just, mm. a, that's a totally different, it's a totally different vibe. Dang, that's so disappointing here though. Like, I thought it was more like, how anybody from Texas arrive with people from Texas, no matter what, you know what I'm saying? But we I don't. Like- I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people 
do, but you gotta think the time that we're in, these niggas say one, two, three, four, five. They have a verse that say A, B, C, D, one, two, three. They want something catchy. They're not listening to Comet and they're not listening yeah. to Wale and they're not listening. We got we had Tabby Bonet too. Like I like Tabby Bonet and he's from here. He's a rapper from here. But they not list they're not listening to to that for real, for real. So I can't, you know. No, you, you I know how that goes. I, I know. It, just, it, is, it is what it is. So what I'm gonna do is when the club is safe to go back into without a mask and people are not dying from COVID, G-Jack, mm. I'm going to live stream being in the go-go so y'all can have like the experience and then I'm going to go to different, you know what I'm saying, different ones because I'm going to tell, they have something here called the Blend Show. And uh -huh. so basically what happens is you get to see like four bands in one night. And the bands compete against each other. And it makes it all the much greater experience because you're like, I would see, like, I named my bands, all my bands in one night. And it's just like the perfect, you know, atmosphere and experience. But I'm going to live stream some shit for y'all when we can go back in because me sending you a video, me sending you the music is not the same not as being okay. in it. And we're going to do that on Everything Culture. We're going to make sure that people can check it out, you know, make sure we can see live from D.C., we got Life Bella God. When it's yeah. safe, everyone, I'm not going. I'm not getting on any planes. I'm not doing any of that stuff until I can safely travel without a mask and you know without the restrictions that they have. Even but you know, you know, I always you know been following you. Just not only your 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 fun life, you know, being a parent, doing all great things, but your career as well. Okay, and you have a very unique career path unique to my perspective i would say but i think it's unique to everyone's perspective well thank you because this show damn no you damn show unique to mine but i know it's lucrative and i've heard it but it's something i can't step into would you like to share a little bit of that sure so um a long time ago you know like i said i live where i live there's a lot of military here a lot of feds here so like we have two or three air force bases a couple of naval bases um and it's heavy, get your job, get in the government, get out. You know what I'm saying? Do your, depending on when you came in and what your contract is, do your 20, 25, 30, and, and retire. And going in at 20 or, um, you know, even they do, when we have uh, summer worker programs here for our children. And so if I got a job um, in the feds and I did my summers, they would add my summertime work to my actual career and that adds towards my retirement you know what i'm saying okay, so if i work okay. four or five summers those months count towards my actual tenure mm. with all of that being said i've been in the local government um for about long time like 14 years or whatever and i'm tired of it i do the same thing like day in and day out i'm very thankful for it um it has it has great insurance great benefits but i'm tired of it you know I'm, you're tired of doing the same thing all the time so i decided yeah. to switch my career i was literally sitting at my desk one day and people because I, I thought about this shit somebody be like how you get into it and i just be like i don't know but i was literally sitting at my desk one day and it said go apply for this motherfucking program so i went and applied to the motherfucking program i got in so hopefully no not hopefully at the end of 2021 i'll have my licensure to be um a funeral director and mortician. Woo! Mm. 
So that's what I do. I thought you were going uh, well, to leave us hanging right there. I said, she went a long route. I'm like, but what did she do, I everybody? To, I wanted to build me up. So that's what I'm saying. You you built the pressure. You got that. I was like, <laughs> so I, I, was, I know what you're doing. I'm like. <laughs> that's what it is. Because I just had to let people know that, like, you, you get tired of shit, but then when you're tired of shit, you have to know which way you're going. Like, I see so many people, I'm quitting this job and I'm quitting that job. And while I think it's okay to quit a job when you're tired of it, you still have to have a path. You can't just be like, oh, I'm just out here and whoever I'm with just going to ride with me while I keep quitting jobs. Like, you have to have a, a passion about something. So I'm just going to go ahead and keep talking about myself. Like, I wanted to get into this because, A, there are not a lot of Black women in the industry nationally we are a i love where i am from because we have black teachers like there's always this weird question going around like when did you have your first black teacher my whole motherfucking life what's up with you where you live at nebraska south dakota like i already know what you know what i'm saying like wow texas texas you know what i'm saying stuff like that like we have we are very spoiled here by doctors um lawyers politicians we i see people drive their uh maybachs and rolls royces and range rovers and own boats and they have boat slips at their black all black all black neighborhoods all kind of shit like that like this is where where, where i am from dc is known as chocolate city right it was we can get there well, you go, you continue you continue talking about what, your career. Wasn't that at Howard when them, uh the the guy was getting trying to walk his dog on a lawn or something like that? It like, was. A, you know, white people try to do a lot of things that they're not supposed to do, and um, the president, in my opinion, did not respond properly. And that is the area where he was trying to walk his dog, and he should have never tried to do that. But you know what? One of them has to push push the envelope and push the button to see what they could get away with. And the uproar, hopefully it was good enough that they won't try it again because that's a private institution. You're not supposed to be on the ground Man, doing it. Let me tell you about some habitual line stuffers. <laughs> you better ask the Native Americans or indigenous people here. That's all I can say. So, yeah, so um, I forgot what I was saying. But anyway, I got into it because no, <coughs> I'm not a lot of black women. That's one, right? Then it's not a lot of young black women. I, and I'm saying that specifically. There's older women in the business and the way they do things is a little bit different. Like um, women nowadays, we have our wigs, we have our nails, we wear our makeup a certain way. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to get into it is so that we can look like ourselves. These older women, there's absolutely nothing wrong with what they're doing because they do make us look like us we maintain our brown we do not turn gray um a little i'll give you a little bit behind the scenes with like why why that happens or whatever but my thing is to maintain us looking the way we look i need somebody that's gonna lay my wig how i want my wig laid put my earrings on how i want my earrings and i don't want old people to be like oh well that's not how you're supposed to do this and that's not how you're supposed to do that i want us to look like us that's one that's one reason why i wanted to do it the other reason why i wanted to get into it is because there's not a lot of non-traditional uh, celebrations of life. And I need people to celebrate their life the way they want to celebrate their life. And everybody thinks that it has to be, we go to the funeral home, we do this, we set it up this way, we write your obituary this way, we do it this way. You know what I'm saying? And I, it, not that I hate it, it just gets on my nerves. Like how many times this obituary, I can show you one obituary and I can show you 
I can show you one from here and y'all can show me the same one and set up the same way. So I tell people all the time, and I hate to sound morbid, but it's what I tell people all the time. Your life is your story. Write your shit right now while you alive. It don't don't mm. wait till you die to have somebody else tell your story. Write That's your own I story. I tell people right? all the time. People be scared to talk about death. I'm like, dude, you're gonna die. Like just you're plan gonna it, die. man. Don't and don't yes. don't and no disrespect to the people who died and had the selfish place, but don't set your family up to have the selfish place and stress out just to pay for your damn funeral, man. Be responsible. Miss. Well, that's one. That's why I said I'm not go far. No, I thought no, I've been on mute the whole time. <laughs> but yes, I absolutely agree that, with that. I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. But that goes into so many other issues why people don't have insurance, right? We can get that's I could talk to y'all for like 12 hours, but we're not gonna go there. We're gonna stay on me. But we'll bring like, you back. We'll bring you back another day. Like um, and so I want people to do what they do. Like I told my mother, I was like, man, um, I really I don't want to say extreme, but I'm really like, do you, because you got this one life. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I, I believe in a lot of different things. I'm like, you're back for, for a reason. So do what you want to do in this life. And I said that, like I said, I'm going to complete everything that I want to do, no matter what it is. But I tell them all the time, I tell my mother, I was like, please don't put, do you really think that somebody at your funeral give a fuck what elementary school you went to no talk about the shit that you like talk about the shit that you did talk about the shit that don't nobody know put it in there and oh yeah remember when you did x y and z like put right your own story so it's ready <laughs> what'd you say <laughs> but that's Why you mute? <laughs> he was i don't want to mess up the audio <laughs> oh, okay, that's you know that's not telling people write your own story that's one of my main things but um and non-traditional funerals and i could go into so many um things about it like how i'll just take when ti's sister died the older sister they had a good celebration of life like they had a party for her at, at, at the repast which was called a repast but you know they did whatever they did buried her and they had a nice celebration and it doesn't have to be old chicken in the church basement it can be whatever you want it to be also please what? know that we Sa love when you sidebar don't sleep on that chicken. Hey, I was just, I'm sorry. I got, that I'm, is some of the best chicken. Best chicken. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something with death and chick fried chicken just goes so hand in just hand. It's ingrained. So when you. <laughs> so like, I'm not talking bad about the chicken, but I'm just saying like, it doesn't have to, it can be whatever the person like. If I don't like chicken, why you gonna serve chicken? I can't nobody have chicken at my funeral because I don't, I don't eat fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't want it. Serve what I. And if you don't want it, guess what? You can go somewhere else. Like your celebration of life, I'm just saying. Like, okay, I was just checking. I'm just checking. Okay, is this <laughs> really? But I just, you know, I want you know people to know that you can write write your own story. If you don't take nothing else that I said about the music or whatever else I talk about, take tell your own story. Your story is your story. Write it in notes and email it to somebody or email it to several people because you never know what's going to happen to whoever, what it's going to happen to. And, and my industry, okay, we love a prearrangement. And basically that means you prepay us to do everything. So your family don't have to worry about selling, what you say, fish plates, fish plates to yes. bury you and doing the GoFundMe's. But we love, we love a prearrangement because that means you set your stuff out. And that doesn't mean just buying a plot or saying, oh, I only want to get cremated. It means from the top to the bottom, what do you want to do when you pass? Because you already know niggas going to do whatever they want to do because you already did. You don't have, a, you don't have, you know what I'm saying? Man. It's the fight. Hey, so see, write see. your stuff out.
how you want it done. It doesn't have to be anything morbid and sad. But I know what I want. Like my shit gonna be like that. And I, did, I'm, did I'm, you, I'm go ahead, go ahead, DJ. Did you ever see that uh, reality TV show about the friend of home? I think it was like Golden Gate funeral home in Dallas, and they were like, <laughs> that dude, he had a funeral like with breakfast. He loved breakfast, so they had him sitting there posted up, but they always eating breakfast and shit around them. I've seen pieces of it, and I couldn't get into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, but I just, I do want to put this out there though, okay? We put in motherfucking work to get y'all family members to look presentable. And I want to say that, especially. When y'all send y'all family members off to these hospice or uh, senior living homes or whatever it is, and y'all don't go visit them, and y'all don't take care of their toenails and their hair and their teeth and all of that, we put in work, okay? Um, I'm only going to say this because my industry is very, you know, we're not really supposed to tell what goes on because it's a lot of behind the scenes work. But I, I just, you know, really want to say that we really do when we, go in and present these bodies we we clean them obviously from head to toe if they have dentures we take their dentures out and we clean their dentures you know what i'm saying so how you would take care of someone living and they were still living that's how we take care of them once they pass but y'all have to take care of y'all family members better because that shit be a lot of work like i could go in there put my watch on and i'm coming out at 800 900 calories after i done did a body you heard me that's a lot of work hey i got so so many questions though like Hey, yeah, she showed. I any, I answer, I'll answer as many as I can, but a lot of. Go ahead. Are any of the organs ever salvageable? Salvageable to your like organs, resell on the black market? If your organ. Nigga, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, man, you was. Hey, I was right here. Dude. And then he fucking crashed. Okay. No, but, see, but no, that's no, the no. thing, though. <laughs> but can you do that, though? <laughs> any organs, okay, any, before we get the body, any organs that are going to be taken from the body are taken from the body. So somebody beat y'all to the lick. I know the hospital to sell them organs on the black that market. That doesn't have anything to do with me. That's like negative, you know what I'm it, saying, connotation towards my industry. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's something that you're going to have to research. I would never want my name i'll say a whole bunch of fuck shit but i'll never have my name attached to organ organ harvesting and selling on the black market not never and i, not I was I, pr it, I probably should that's, that's not even something that i would even consider and even do because my money gonna come from good i don't need none of that wild shit going see, on see and money. i probably should have spoke first i was gonna say Thank y'all for doing the work that y'all doing because <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But I, was I couldn't like, do that. I, I couldn't do that shit. Like when you even talk about you know cleaning a dead body from head to toe, head to toe, and being thorough. And I've been to these um, nursing homes and things, and just it was one around the corner from where I grew up in high school. The smell when you walk in it used to be horrible, and yeah, it was sad. Yeah. We, you know, it's what I'm talking about too, G Jack. And man, I can't go in nursing homes. That shit, it just bring back memories, man. That shit just smells so bad. And it's not about the, yeah, when you and, when, and me. When it automatically, I would think of the smell, and I would think about how these people are not being taken care of, you know, or you know, being cared for. Let's say that being cared for, and. I never thought of it when it comes down when they die. And death has been a very familiar experience in my life, you know, death of others. And from my grandparents, aunts, uncles, mother, 
best friends, you know, people I've been close to have been around it. And I've I've been to only two two cremations in my life. Okay. So but I know many people give the 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 funeral homes a hard time. I knew how much a plot costs of the the paying for the bodies, whether the wake and all that. And it means a lot. I know with my family how they look when they're laying down. They look peaceful. Like they look like themselves. Or I also hear on the other side, they don't look nothing like them. Just ugh. Right. So I have a love for science and I have a love for art. And so I, it, that's the, to me, the best combination because the science that comes in with it, you know what I'm saying? Because clearly there, sometimes we have to preserve a body for six, eight, nine months when they go to Arlington Cemetery, which is the military cemetery, because mm. they're so, you know, everything that they have going on, those bodies don't go that way. Those bodies sit. So there's a science to making sure that this body does not decompose and it looks just as good when they had their their private funeral as it does when they had their military funeral. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But the art that goes into it, I need my girls to look good. You know what I'm saying? There's we're in a totally different era. We have men that wear makeup. These men, they need to look good when they go out. If this, if you know this man, just like how it's if you known, you know. Uh, your your grand your grandfather to mm. wear and again that's different too and this is what i'm getting into so if you know your grandfather you ain't never seen that man outside a pair of overalls and flannel shirt even on 110 degree days in texas <laughs> and they put that man in a 15 piece suit who is this this not my grandfather you see what i'm saying like my who thing is, is get, get away and it doesn't mean he has to wear the digital you know what i'm saying but it, it, it if he's not a person or you let's just put it this way if he always wore suspenders and y'all didn't take a pair of suspenders you know what i'm saying if you do it on the flip side is this granddad because we know granddad he's always gonna have these suspenders you know what i'm saying it's just those last uh memories the that la you said it right there that, your last time seeing this person and that's why when you get up and it, it used to be really it was Ooh, don't get a it used to be it was hard to get up and see that body for that last time you know what i mean but you know, it's some people can't do it, and you haven't done the makings of you yet. But you know, we just act like you have. But you know, when we we kind of touch on some of these things, but it's to that point where death it's an art in death, you know. And by you being and by you being an artist yourself, it, I we I know as people, me even being close with death and being in my family, I never really took the time out to really think of the day to day process until like and when i say day-to-day -day process from the when the person dies and the steps have to go forward in preparing them for their burial and honestly that's why i say wow you know this is a lot of work when you I, know, once again, I, I follow once again follow you on social media you talk about studying how hard you got to go into it you know about yeah. the science of it and i'm like i'm interested but ooh, that's some crazy I, 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 <laughs> I don't say it's hard for me because I'll be like, hey, well, I did X, Y, and Z. Then I had to realize me going to school to say I did X, Y, and Z is not the same as this accounting major coming out talking about something. I can't get this statistic to the group. Me yeah. going in and, nigga, I pulled out a blood clot. This motherfucking, you know, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. So niggas be like, whoa, what you mean? Like, where'd you get it from? Yeah, like, 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 what the fuck going on over there? You know what I'm saying? Like, you really yeah. do that shit? Like, and I'm like, well, if someone died from a blood clot, then what do you think? You know, you just, it's something, certain things that you, 
you think about and there's certain things you don't think about. Do, do but, the nerves really still be like working when you, have you ever been working on the body and like the foot start kicking or something like that? So, okay. Once, I'm kidding, once buddy. they get to that point, no, that's a good question. So once they get to that point, you're, you're not going to have that. There are times there's um, when like they're in like the back of the removal van and like that last <laughs> comes out um but no you're not getting any moving body parts on that table buddy you, you're not done so what i know you said it's like an art and a science to preserving the bodies is it harder to preserve people with non-melanin skin than it is fuck it is it harder to preserve white people because they say that they like start like aging like bananas when they die like is it harder for them or is it about the same with white people and just like different bananas. at the end of the day for real for real, uh, naturally okay i won't say naturally anti-mortem before they die anti-mortem white people age faster you know than black people at the end of the day the human body is the human body that's mm -hmm. it you see what I'm saying? So what causes any person to decay faster, decompose faster than anybody else or the circumstances regarding the death? So that's a myth, like, because a lot of people say that, like, white people have funerals so fast because the body can't stay out that long. That's my first that, time that hearing that. Matter. You ain't never heard that? Like, they say they'll die on a Friday and get buried on Tuesday? I heard because they got money. That's, that's why. That's what it is. They were ready, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always been told they got. I hear the opposite, unfortunately. You know, I hear black people be in the damn um, waiting to get buried for two weeks because you no, know, they selling fish plates. They got to raise the money. Got to raise yeah. the money. You never. That's what I heard. I heard uh, the stereotype in the opposite it. way. I heard, yeah, yeah. Like that's why I said anti-mortem. We, I always hear that. But at the end of the day, that's why it's crazy if that there's even. All this rape, the body is the body. That's yeah. I, that's what Bill Nye even said. The body, the only difference is the melanin in your skin. The body is the body. It goes, it you know, Man. same thing. And so, do you do you just like clean them out, or you do like everything, like the makeup, like the whole shebang, the hair, makeup, everything? That is what I want to do. So yeah. So at this point, you know, I can um, help preserve the body. Um, but that's what I am going into. Like, I want to be able to do it all. Like, my thing is to be a top embalmer. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That's what I want to do. I, I don't have too much interest in being a funeral director. I do not want to sit there with the family and and pro help them process what they're going through. That's not do what I want. You can I hire somebody for that. I want to do what 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 you want your what you want my mom to look like. You know what I'm saying? What you want your father yeah. to look like. And that's what I got you. I got you. Say less. Like, that's that's my thing. Like, I want you to be happy with what I'm giving you at the, you know what I'm saying? Funeral. At the service. Okay. Mm. What else you got, G Jack? Because I know you be saying some wild things. What she listens. I just be thinking. I be thinking of some crazy stuff, and I don't know what it is, but I'm going to ask though, you know? Hey, <laughs> hey, this is the best time, because my thing is, it's just, because I, I follow it, I pay attention to it, to where my I can where I can handle it. Have, has there ever been a part that you like 
look at it? Do you feel like you're meant to do this? Because once again, I think this is, it takes special people to do these type of things. Because there ever been a moment that like, oh, you got to step back and step out the room or, you know, well. You always going to have moments where you want to step out the room. It can be anything as far as the person's age when you have babies, children coming for what it could be natural. It doesn't have to be anything, you know what I'm saying, to how they were killed or to how you feel that day. If it's, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody, once you get into whatever you do, um, a lot of the times people come to you because they know you. And if something happens, if something happened to your cousin, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, can you do, you know what I'm saying? And then it might be a time I was at your barbecue and met your cousin. So it might, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we're not very close, but all right, let me sit back for a second. Then let me go ahead and get my mind. I mean, it's going to be times where you sit back and you be like, oh, okay. You know, you got to take a second. Now this is going to be a deep question. Okay. And, and it, it, when you just said that just now, I thought of a show on Netflix that I love, and it's um, Six Under. Said it again. Oh no, that was HBO. I said Six Feet Under. Not Six Feet Under, but it's The Haunted on Hill House. Okay. Hey, you, you haven't? I don't. I, I, it's not a promo, but it's a good ass show. It's a. I love okay. horror movies. I love scary shit. It'll fuck you up. But one of the sisters, it was. There was like four siblings, and one of the sisters. It was five siblings, but one of the sisters was a mortician. Okay, she did this professionally. Everything you you have intentions of doing, she wanted to do, and she had to do a family member very close to her. And she was like, "I don't want nobody else touching the body. This is because she because she, she was good at her craft." And it was, and it, unfortunately, it was you know I'm gonna tell you which one of the sisters, but she did her. Um, I was about to say right there, did the family member. I don't want to do spoilers. That's why, but. And she was okay and she broke down, but she was like, she knew nobody else can leave the memory of a family member like she could. I'll, I'll, go ahead. No, no, that, that's it. Cause you think you could um, do your craft, you know, perform your craft with a family member. I'm not, I don't like, want nobody touching my grandma. I don't want nobody with me touching my grandma. That's why I keep telling her, I'd be like, girl, you better, you better watch me graduate. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't want, I don't want that nobody else to touch certain family members because to me that would be like my final goodbye my giving this to you to give you what you that's why I always talk to them about certain things that's why I told like going all the way back like I told my mother I was like when I go to like my class I have to do my classroom I was outside of school you know or whatever you go into um these lectures and stuff I told my mother I was like look sis we got all this technology I was like if there's something that you want to say to me that you don't want to say to me right now or if there's something that you want to say to your grandchildren record it and Mm. we could play it you know what I'm saying like there's so many ways that you can capture yourself alive where you can give to your people you could sit there you know what I'm saying where you know okay um you want to say certain things to certain people, even if they may never know past before you or whatever it is, you know, and you sit there and you say it, we like, remember that time we did X, Y, and you can play it at any point. You know what I'm saying? That gives that person some grief relief as well to be like, they thought about me. I heard their voice one last time. They said my name, played again, let me record it. You know what I'm saying? That helps people when no, they're grieving. No. That's why, that's why I don't, her shit, my, my mother probably gonna be lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably gonna be lit because I'd be like, do this, try that. You know what I'm saying? Go this route. It, it's, we'll see. 
<laughs> we'll see. But no, there's certain people. There's certain people that I wouldn't want want them to touch. Absolutely, I'd be like, that's that's my people. Let me handle my people. Hey, so big big sh- salutes, man. Then, I can't look. I can't wait. I'm gonna come back on. You know, when I graduate, show y'all my little licensure. Okay. Hey, we will be. We supporting you all the way through. Show y'all my stuff. Yeah. But there's some things that you know. I can't wait. I can't wait because I already know I, there are great morticians out here and there are outstanding embalmers out here. But I just know like now what I'm here to do. So that's what I'm going to do. Like my people going to be looking like, oh, yeah, we going to her. Hey, you know, I'm going to keep you in my back pocket. You know, gotta they, have, sure. <laughs> they have it to where you can be, um, you know, just an embalmer and as long as like you're licensed somewhere, you can embalm in that state. So if I wanted, to, if they say, "Hey, she does great work in D.C., but we want you to do somebody's, you know, down here in Texas," then fly me out. Let me do my body. That's what I'm so saying. You know, when like people do, when people do that, you don't have to be associated with one funeral home, and you don't have to, you know, have that um, necessarily family funeral. It's like, home. almost like a contractor. You know, you can come. Yeah, on you're a contractor. This- contracts so on the low end i'm not gonna go to the high end but on the low end you do like maybe 1200 a body just contracting like if i just was to do the body like okay 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 so it was like that's on the that's that's on that's on the low end we, but we support black business over here with everything culture big time you know and uh, for real for real man so if we get when you get 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 do what you gotta do. Handle your business. We I, am, I can't wait till they fly me everywhere because they gonna pay that flight and they gonna pay my fees and it's gonna be it's gonna be what it is. That's and, why. And you like, gonna do I your have, thing. I'm gonna do my thing. There you That's go. That's what it is. That's what it is. There's so many older people in my industry. It is just like it feels like dry eyes. It's so many older people in my field. I'm just like, oh my gosh, we don't have to kid, you know. Same with Congress. There's so many old people. Like we are in totally different times. Like, I don't know if I want. We need to get what's going on in the world. So yeah, it's basically the same thing. But like I said, great people. So I, I think we need a good mixture though of people in Congress though, because I don't know if I want the Tide Pod eaters. A bunch of them in Congress, but I think we need a few of them in there. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind ain't of gonna be too up. many because uh, the parents are sending their kids back to school. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is, I was gonna say before we about to wrap it up for this episode. Once again, thank you, Bella. But sure. any, for any young or just any individual out there that may be may be interested going in the career of being a mortician, what would you have to say to them? I would have to say, okay, before I answer that question, I just want y'all to know, and it's going to sound so crazy, and I know your eyes going to get big. I get sick to my stomach when I see blood, as far as the living. And it bothers, I could not be a nurse. It, I don't like to see broken bones. I don't like to see, because they are living. Are you understand what I'm saying? I got like, you, I got it's you. something totally different psychologically where I know this man is in pain because, you know, I'm broken. Like, I cannot do, I don't know how nurses do it. So big up to them, but they say the same thing and y'all say the same thing about us. I don't know how you do it. Only thing I could do is, you know, the first thing that I would say, if you don't know how you want to get into it, apply to be, um, and this isn't, a, a transporter 
And what the transporter does is they go and they transport the bodies from wherever the person passed back to the funeral home. And if you can do that, you can do everything else because you're going to come across so many various degrees of deceased people that if you can, even if you're a transporter, there are times where you get called to a scene of a fatal accident and you may have to uh, scrape human skin off the ground and get as much as the body as you can into the, you know, transport bag and, and take it. You're still a transporter. So if you can handle the transporting part, you can handle everything else, which Obviously. I was talking about the glitz and glamour of it because that's the, that's really one of the worst parts of it is transporting. So I would, I would say get into it that way. Yes. I was gonna say one of the tips I would give the transport is to wear some AirPods because if you hear that last breath, if it was me, I'm swerving off the road. I ain't lying. <laughs> you know, you get used to it. You get used to it. It, it is what it is. It is. It's like everything else. Because <laughs> yeah, hey, I, hey, man, like I'm telling you, if I'm nigga, what? Like, <laughs> what you say? And that's, it's, it's, a rattling, it's a rattling noise. That it's that last. Yeah, you I know, heard this last round. I've heard yeah. it. He was like, huh? He was like, what? <laughs> man, but you I'm, already know. It yeah, is but crazy. if you, after the first, probably like, man, five, six times, you probably become more accustomed to it. You come, just like with any other job, and you sit there and you be like, all right, Mr. Jones, that's enough. Like, I talk to my clients, my clients, even though they're deceased, I talk, they're my client. You know what I'm saying? I know it sounds crazy, but I talk to my clients and be like, all right, Miss Jones, we're trying to do your hair. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you just talk to them throughout the entire process and you let them know that you, it's, it's, it's a total respect thing. You're not just uh, flopping a body around or doing that, doing whatever to them because they are deceased. You take care of them like you would take care of, I wouldn't flop my grandma around, so I'm not going to flop nobody else's grandma around. But yeah, that's what I would do. Be a transporter. Go to, go to you know, a couple funeral homes. See if you want to <laughs> clean and see if you like what's going in there out of there. But it's, it's a grief business and you know, that's what it is. Thank you for having me. Man, I'm for real. We, we've been talking about this all the time. Thank you for being an avid sure. listener as well. Like, sure. I really appreciate, you know, our friendship, our, you know, the guidance that you've yeah. done, the work that you've doing. Like, I'm proud of you. Keep up Thank the great you. work. Um, and I hope more people may make sure to check out um, Bella God on YouTube. She will have a different flavor. It's type, type it just like this. Bella God, like with the space and everything. Type B, it just like that. Let me spell it for the folks out there. B-E-L-L-A space G-A-W-D. All right. Oh. Yes, it's like that. Beautiful God. Men be like, why is it God, not God? Shut up. You hear? <laughs> like, yeah, they must, them people <laughs> must be on both. Huh? I'm sorry. Them people must be on both. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed everything here. You know, G Jack, what you got for us, man? You got anything? Shout outs. Uh yeah, shout out to uh just everybody, man. You know, making it to this quarantine thing. Um <laughs> my uh follow me on Instagram, G underscore J A X X, uh Twitter. You'll find me somewhere on the Everything Culture page. I got a Twitter page, but I didn't change my handle name. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how to use this shit. So by next episode, I should be able to give you something. I'm gonna take some but, time uh, out and show you the ropes, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I can't. Oh, it's like Instagram. I can't figure out. I'm gonna harass you. 
Please do. I, I, I welcome I'm going to harass you. I'm, I'm going to harass you. So. <laughs> hey, like, hey, and I've seen it do it to people. Like, you say, you know, like, she is one of those bullies. You can't. I'm going to just harass you just because it, it took too long. I want to give some shout outs. Can I give Please. some shout outs? Yeah. I want to give a shout out. You were next. Oh. Go ahead, do your thing. Go ahead, do my thing. I want to give a shout out to me first because you always got to plug yourself. So I have a channel on YouTube. It's a vlog. They keep telling me to do a podcast. That just seems like so much work that I don't want to do. So I like my little vlog. It is um, a funny little series about my dating life. I have friends and family come on and they also talk about their wild situations in their dating lives. It's called Life Less Than Lies. And it's just about crazy experiences in our dating lives i am still single you will see why i'm still single in a lot of these episodes and i have friends come on but it's called life lust and lies and so i'm gonna get to some of my lusty stories um lies, <laughs> and, and cabinets and shit this this guy he did he did like um peed in the cabinet but you know we you gotta go watch the video to see how we got there you see what i'm saying so you can see that i'm progressing and i just randomly started it in um self-isolation aka quarantine due to COVID 19 or whatever i was like i'm just somebody had got on my nerves and i opened up my youtube like my wig was twisted i ain't had no makeup on you know what i'm saying and i was just like i'm starting to vlog this is it and then ever since then i've just been recording so that's what it's been um secondly you didn't even know I was going to do this. She don't know I'm going to do this, but I just want you to know since it's everything culture and I'm like 100% pro-black, there's this um, podcast run by a black woman, um, Crime Neor, and it's run specifically for black people, um, missing, murdered, all of that so i'm gonna give um y'all her information because it's really important that we're highlighted because there's so many times is that what it is yes that's candace it's candace's podcast and she has that and um i just think that it's wonderful that we are doing everything that we can do to highlight ourselves we've been doing it for a long time but i really appreciate that y'all doing everything culture that she's doing it for you know them and that's really basically it like i really just wanted that was on my heart today i don't know why it was on my heart but i had to get that one i had to get that one off like i was like can't really? really be out here doing it and like she's not my she's not and i'm not saying that we couldn't be but she's not my friend it's just someone that i really like the work that she puts out and y'all need like to know about podcast. that i'm sorry um, it sounds like a good podcast it it is she has it and so her segments are nice and short it's like 15 minutes or less and they're saying this is what happened some of the cases some of the cases have been you know solved some of them are still open you know and it's just like like here we had a young lady this story was wild 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 and it was dismissing a little girl from dc relisha rudd and i don't know if y'all heard about her i'm gonna tell i'm gonna give a very brief synopsis she was missing out of school the school kept you know reaching out to the mother the mother was like she's here or she's there or whatever they're like you got to show us the kid the mother was like well she's with you know this particular person they live in um a shelter or whatever well this worker had took the girl and they're looking for him the hunt's out for him and they find his wife murdered in a hotel and they can't find him or her so then 
um, his body turns up and this little baby is still out there. So we think that like he sold her or something, but we know that the mother sold her because her other kids and them, like they in, in the shelter all had on like fresh Jordans and she walked around and it's just like, she sold her baby to this man and the wife had no idea. So she was just like an innocent person murdered. Like he offed her. We, I firmly believe that he offed her and then they're just like thin, thin air. It's it's wild. I'm gonna I'm for sure check it out. You know, I, I so try to listen to all the podcasts. Um, I'm sure checking that out. I try to listen yeah, to podcasts when I'm working out and things, and I'm doing my walk around. If I'm not on I Snapchat, to, that's when I listen to y'all. That's when I listen to y'all when I'm in here cleaning up shrimp, putting it on a big speaker, and <laughs> how my, my face be like, what this all the time? I'm like, what is that? What? Like, what is that? What is it like so now that I'm on YouTube and stuff like that, I'm going to harass y'all because I was in your comments the other day, like, first of all... Oh, we okay, so that was you who left that comment. I saw it earlier. <laughs> I was like... Oh. Did you respond? No, well, you know, I we got to be more specific who's responding to. We need to put a little tag on because I don't want people confusing my shit with your shit. <laughs> I was like, first of all, such and such, such and such, but I was in here cleaning, so I ain't get to go back and edit and do whatever. But I'm going to be on it. Like, Hey, we need know. that. Engagement yeah. is necessary. All type it of engagement. It's okay. it's okay to be on my side sometime, too, though. Because like, I know you, I'll be having a point. Y'all ain't got to agree with me. It's but tough. I, I it's really tough, you know. I think that you add a great uh, view that a lot of people wouldn't think of, and that's why I like listening to what you say. But sometimes I, my my shit really do spin, and I'd be like, "What the?" F and you're not here, like it's through, you know, my ears. And I'm like, hey, so join, hey, join the Sunday stream. He almost got his head taken off a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, I I even tried to stand up for him. I didn't even agree with it. I tried to stand up. They're like, "Shut the fuck up." I'm like, okay. You know, sometimes okay. that's the way people learn. <laughs> but it, 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 like it is, I hate saying, I don't like saying it is what it is, but you know. But you just said it. You know, I, I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> I said it is. But we're going for it. I would like to shout out, you know, I would like Take Up Space Podcast, Concrete and Blossoms. Shout out to Divorce as Fuck. Shout out to Mike and Perkins. Um, shout out to Truck Cast, as always, all the other and so, uh, Social Complex. All the podcasters that we have, Baylor the Great, that support each other. Yes, um, that's me. You know, I love that. I love that. You know, I, it's it's something I enjoy. You know, soon to be, um, what lust? What, what, I keep it's calling lust, love. Lust, life, lust, and lies. Life, life lust, first, and lies. Lust, which is the sex and lies, because y'all live afterwards. Lies. But <laughs> oh, lies! Look at lies. this. Oh. Um, L I E since we spelling stuff L I E S lies but mm. yes yeah, so I'm on um YouTube Bella B E L L A like you said space God G A W D but my Instagram is Bella the God which yes. is of course Bella and then T H A G A W D so I'm I'm there and yeah, you'll be everywhere. seeing a lot more of me because promo 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 that's what we gotta do. Oh, oh, so hold on, back up. The everything. Oh, look at it. Y'all see so, it? Yeah, you so see I got it? some pictures and stuff coming from you. I was actually going to record in this tonight and just wear it for mine. So. We, we, we go get you so, to like, it as this well. Is a little, it's a little see through. That's why I was kind of close. So sorry if I was close. But 
on mine, I just do whatever I want because that's my channel. But for y'all, I was like, you know, it's we we, we appreciate it. Uh, we curse, so we like we're we're like NC seventeen beat PG thirteen here. You know, we, we make sure not to check that box that is friendly for kids and all that. Mine definitely isn't because it's talking about all kinds. Of yes, wild they are. They are. So y'all 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 watch this shit. It could be some wild shit. I saw the intro before this. Yeah, y'all need to check it out. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but man, so, yes, but... I finally have like it's it's a lot that goes into your hobbies, and so I mm -hmm. finally. Have someone that's like doing um the editing on my videos and stuff like that and helping me out because I would just, it's 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 he's he's a good person you know what i'm saying but it's a lot of work that goes behind doing something to build a platform to get to where you want to go and all the money that you have to put into it before you get there you know it's always crazy how they say i always need it you know what i'm saying somebody give me free clothes when i had no money i got all this money they sending me all this stuff you see what i'm saying like so that's you, it takes so much to get to where you're going so i am definitely engaging with you guys stuff i appreciate you guys she's been there since day one too let's be clear about that day it's one i'm talking about 2019 february that. march she's been there okay she's been there i can say that but man we got to close it up you know shout out to everyone shout out make sure to follow everything culture on everything culture, everything culture. So basically oh. what y'all need to do is go ahead and get uh some screw music for like y'all intros and outros and stuff like that so and you know a bad idea and get some screw music. If you ask other people like um i asked some people to like help me promote some stuff that i'm doing right talk to us, and please. so I'm sorry. I was, I'm, I'm like, talk to us. We gonna probably cut this out, but I'm gonna like, yeah, let, yeah, let, no, let me let me wrap it up. Then we go we go come back. Okay, we go okay. we go because we still got to do your makings of you. That's why I know okay. you might be able to go somewhere. Okay. But so once again, shout out to all our listeners, all our followers, all our supporters, our viewers. You know, we really do appreciate y'all from the bottom of bottom of our heart. Thank you for all the birthday wishes, by the way. But okay. make sure you follow us on Facebook. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Make sure you go to our website at www.everythingculture.com and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Go to Twitter. Merch. Merchandise, we merch. have it out. And Man. I just want everybody to know I paid for this. Yes, okay? yes. So go oh. buy your stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know, yeah. we got a, a PayPal on the website. Oh, you can yeah. get us up on the cash app at Mr. D713. That's MRD. Seven one three, very easy. Thank you for listening to season two of Everything Culture. This was our finale. We will be back in mid October with season three with new episodes, new topics, and new guests. Make sure to check us out on YouTube as well as Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, and really anywhere else you can listen to your favorite podcast. And as always, our motto and our mission on everything culture comes from a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is, I am convinced that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And here on Everything Culture, we try to bring people together through our conversations so we can get to